0: Welcome to Innovative Mindful Solutions with your host, Terry Galler. The stress of our fast paced business world is exhausting executives and burning out good employees. In this program, we will explore proven ways to transform stress with the timeless skills you need to be successful in business and in life. Now, here is Terry Galler.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is Innovative Mindful Solutions. And today we're going to be kind of bouncing off our show from last week. So if you haven't had a chance to listen in to last week's show, we were talking about the power of connection. And my guest was Tara Shad. If you have a chance, go back and listen to that on demand because we came up with some really interesting concepts. And one of the things Tara talked about was some research she did while she was coaching in Italy. And one of the things they discovered is a key to poor leadership is impulsivity and poor emotion regulation. So those two key factors are things that trip up good leaders. So today we're going to talk about what kind of skills you need to have connection with your colleagues, with your employees, with your community in a way that's centered, grounded, regulated, and not impulsive. That's a tricky, a tricky thing to do. It's a tall order. The thing I think that's really important is that When we get upset about the things that happen in our daily business lives, whether it's an unforeseen crisis or something that we didn't plan for or whatever is happening, when we get emotionally dysregulated, our brain shuts off, especially the part of the brain that we need to solve problems, that frontal lobe of the brain that helps us think, And reason and logic and problem solve goes to sleep really no different than when we're on alcohol it literally just shuts off and so when we're in a state of reactivity that's really not a good place to engage other people that's really not a good place to manage a situation from And so it's really important, especially if you want positive interactions within your organization or your company, to be able to self-regulate in a way that allows you to not only get the best out of yourself, but get the best out of your teams and the best out of your leadership. One of the things that Tara said last week that really struck me was she said, you know, when they work at her organization, they talk about my nervous system meeting your nervous system. And if my nervous system is overreactive and stressed and overwhelmed, that's the energy as a leader I'm going to walk into a room with. Everybody else in that room is going to feel that. And if you want to be a leader that not only directs your vision, but also inspires your employees and inspires the people that you work with to do their best, that kind of energy is gonna sabotage your process. I think here's the other piece. Human beings, and I've seen this in my private practice over and over and over again, in the last 23 years of doing mental health work, Human beings, for the most part, are really good in crisis situations. They really are. There's something about crisis that gets people laser-beamed focused, and they can really manage themselves in a good way. I think what trips people up is those day-to-day, gnawing, irritating things that happen that stress us out, that get us upset that help us get off track with what we want to do. So I think here's the thing I want people to think about today. Unless something's an immediate crisis, like the house is on fire or, you know, there's something financial in your business that you have to deal with right away, most of the time there's room and space to give yourself The ability to calm down, to give yourself the ability to allow your brain to function effectively and manage yourself so that you can make good decisions as well as be open to what's happening with your employees. I always think burning bridges is really easy, repairing them takes a lot of time. And ultimately, If you're dysregulated and make impulsive decisions, the thing you're going to damage in your organization at the end of the day is trust. If people can't trust that you can be centered and grounded and productive, they're not going to be able to step on board with your vision and your mission and also be able to feel like they're safe enough to give you their best. So today's show is going to be focused on what those skills might look like and some down and dirty things you can do as simply and easily as coming back to your breath that can help you stay less impulsive, more regulated, and more grounded in your decision making. So today's show is going to be something you may want to take some notes about. So grab a pen and pull up a chair. And let's talk about how do you do this. So I think the first thing, especially what Tara talked about last week, is about checking in with yourself. We all know the things that stress us out or piss us off. We do. Those little annoying things that make us nuts throughout the day. And so often we hold on to those things or we hold on to our assumptions about what's going on. And the more we stay inside our head, focused on those assumptions, the more disconnected from the day-to-day operation we become because we're operating inside our head, not outside in our present reality. So I think one of the key things that's super important is checking in with yourself before you check in with anybody else. So how do you do that? One, I'm a firm believer that you have to come back to your body. Even though we spend an enormous amount of time living inside our heads, our body is the vehicle that carries us around and our body will give us information in real time about where we're at. But so often we forget to listen to it. So... The first thing I think people need to do before you engage anybody else, especially when you're overwhelmed, is do a body check. Check in. What is my heart doing? Am I holding my breath? Can I feel my feet on the floor? Oh, I have a really sick feeling in the middle of my stomach. I have a million racing thoughts going through my head. I'm making assumptions about my employees or this contractor or whatever that says X, Y, and Z about what's happening. I love this idea of stepping back and asking yourself the question, what story am I telling myself about what's happening right now that's driving how I feel? I'm going to say that again. What is the story I'm telling myself about this current situation that's driving how I feel in this moment? Because nine times out of 10, we are telling ourselves some awful, terrible story about what's going on or what other people are thinking or what they're thinking about us that's driving our reactivity. And so we have to get curious about what that story is. And when we're running those stories through our head, nine times out of 10, our body is having some kind of reaction. I know for me, I hold my breath and I can feel my heart start to pound. And when I know those sensations come up, I know that my thinking has got me off track so here's the thing if you're going to be a good leader and you want to meet your teams in a productive effective way you may have to give yourself permission to step back for a second and do something that works for you that's self-soothing whether that's just taking a deep breath or doing that three-part breathing that we talked about a couple shows ago, or it could be focusing on a sensation. I have all these lovely uh, snow globes in my office and just holding those and feeling how cool they are or watching the snow fall inside of them can take me out of my head for a minute. Smells are great, lotion, lavender, I grow basil in my yard and the smell of basil always makes me feel calmer. Kitchen vanilla is a great thing to use. Anything that pulls your senses and helps soothe your body and give yourself a break allows you to get your reasonable mind, that front part of your brain, back engaged So that then when you do walk into a room to face a situation or face your teams, you're walking in in a way that is calmer, more present, and less reactive. And the other great thing that it does is that it also then expands your ability to hear other people. When our brain is completely on overdrive and going 90 miles an hour, it doesn't have the ability to take in any new information. So if you really want to engage your teams and listen to them, you've got to be in a state of mind and body to hear them. So one of the things we're going to talk about, especially as we head into our next segment, is how do you do that? How do you listen in an effective way that allows you to hear and validate what's coming at you as well as get the best out of your teams and what they have to share with you? Because that's the heart of everything. People want to be heard and validated and respected. And when you create that environment in your organization, That's when you can accomplish really great things. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break here. And I want you to think about those things that help you soothe yourself, those things that help you calm down. Don't look at them as something that aren't really necessary, but look at those things as vital. Take a minute, write down a couple things that work for you. And as we come back from break, we'll talk a little bit more about those skills that you can use to help you stay connected and grounded and moving your business forward. So I'll see you back in a couple minutes, and we will talk more about skills that help you stay connected. Talk to you in a minute. Bye-bye.
2: comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com.
2: We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business.
0: Listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Gallard. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygallard.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions.
1: Hi, welcome back. So hopefully you had a minute or two to kind of think about the things that help soothe you and help you calm down so that you can stay at your best as emotionally regulated as you can in order to stay connected to not only your goals and your vision, but your employees and all the people that you connect with. So connection is a skill. It's something you can learn. I really like the definition that Brene Brown comes up with for connection, and she talks about it as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. Wouldn't that be a great way for all of us to work, that we feel valued and respected and heard? in as non-judgmental environment as possible. And if people can work and create those kinds of environments, what could we get out of people? What kind of innovation could we come up with? What kind of forward thinking and creativity would come out of an environment like that? And so that's kind of the point, As a business leader, you set the tone for the culture in your organization, and you also create that space to get the best out of your teams and your employees in a way that allows everyone to grow and give you their best. And so learning how to connect with people in a way that works for everyone is a skill. It's something that we can learn. I really like the skill called GIVE, G-I-V-E, and it comes from a researcher named Marshall Linehan, and I really like acronyms because they, they give you something to hang on to and they're super easy to remember. So GIVE, G-I-V-E, is an acronym that helps you remember Not just what to say, but how to say it, how to interact with people in a way that creates better connection. And so part of it is about listening and part of it is about how you're going to respond. So it goes like this, G-I-V-E, G is for be gentle Now, granted, you're not going to be always warm and fuzzy in a business setting, but I see gentle as more of an idea of how do you convey openness and receptivity and that you're available and that you create a non-threatening space where people can come to you. They can share their ideas. They feel that it's a safe space. And I think gentleness does that. It gives a sense that I can walk into your office with an idea or a problem or something to discuss, and you're going to meet me with a receptiveness, that you're going to hear me, that you're going to be available in a way that isn't threatening or scary. And so that's how I perceive gentleness, especially in a business setting. The second one is be interested. John Gottman talks about you don't have to be interesting, you just have to be interested. Interested is being curious about what the other person is bringing to the table. Listening to understand, not listening to respond. So it's this idea that I know so many times we listen with, with the idea that I know how I'm going to respond to this. I'm going to shoot this down. I've already heard this before. I know that's not going to work. And we're already thinking 10 steps ahead on how we're going to rebut what this other person is saying. But the problem with that is, is that if you want the best out of your teams, the second you shoot them down or don't really take even just a moment to listen to what they have to say, they feel devalued. And devalued people will never, ever give you their best. If they don't feel like you're interested in what they have to say or interested in their expertise, then why should they bother? That's how companies lose good employees. Because when they don't feel valued and respected, they will go somewhere else. And people shift jobs for those reasons all the time. I hear it in my practice all the time. When people feel shot down or not heard or that their employees or their supervisors or their teams aren't interested, they bail. And I think companies spend way too much money investing in good people to lose them over something like this. So first, you have to be open, receptive, available, be gentle Second be interested Be curious about what people bring The V stands for validate Now here's the catch about validation Validation is not agreement. It's not saying I agree with you. I know exactly what you're talking about I'm like we are on board together with that. That's not validation. That's agreement validation says I get where you're coming from. It can also be, I may not agree with it, but I understand your point of view. Validation is solely about understanding, it's focusing on listening to what that person thinks, what they feel, where they're coming from, and validating that position. That's it. Validation is not problem solving. Validation is not fixing. Validation is not teaching. Validation is just saying, okay, I get where you're coming from. And here's the interesting thing. Sometimes the most validating thing you can say sometimes to someone is, you know what? I don't get where you're coming from. But I'm curious enough. I want to know more. So keep talking. I want to understand you. I want to understand your point of view. But the hard part is that takes some patience. And it takes a willingness to take a breath and and struggle through some times when we don't always understand where someone's coming from to get curious and interested about their point of view so that we can get to some validation, so we can get to a place where we can say, yeah, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I understand what you're trying to say. The last one is E, G-I-V-E. E is have an easy manner. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to, you know, wear shorts and T-shirts to have an easy manner in your organization. But it's about approachability. It's about the ability for other people to feel safe in your presence. That so often, and we've all had supervisors, bosses, directors like this, that are so intimidating and scary that even if you have the best idea about how something can be fixed or changed, you won't approach them. Because they're more likely to bite your head off than it is than they are to listen. And those kinds of leaders are so demoralizing to their teams. I worked for someone like that a long time ago and it actually had a huge impact on my health that I eventually had to leave that job because I could not continue to work for a person that would belittle people or put people down or not listen And so these skills can make a huge difference in how you relate to people that you work with. They're also great skills for how you relate to people in the community. And they're even skills that you can use in your own families. Be gentle, be open, receptive, available, be interested, be curious about where other people are coming from and what they have to say validate their point of view work to stay as patient as you can to get it to understand where they're coming from and having an easy manner to be approachable and professional without being intimidating and if you can create that space in that way with your teams with your employees you will be amazed at what you will get out of them because when people feel valued respected and heard the thing that you will get back is loyalty and you will get back amazing creativity and drive because that's what people value When people feel like they matter, they will absolutely give you their best. There's no doubt about it. And so those are some just simple ways to create that connection by staying grounded, working to manage your own emotionality so that you can then be open and receptive to others. So remember, G-I-V-E, give. It's a skill you have to practice. And especially the part about not getting in your head, not getting off track, and also not getting frustrated and being patient while people try to explain themselves. I think that's one of the biggest things that gets us off track. We get upset. And the second we get upset, and the second our heart rate goes above 100 beats a minute, we're back in our emotion mind, and we stop being able to take in any new information. That's the other interesting fact, is that the second our heartbeat goes above 100 beats a minute, we lose the ability to take in any new information and listen effectively. So these skills are really important if you want to be an effective leader, So don't forget to write those down, G-I-V-E, and use them as a practice. It's something that isn't going to always come naturally, but it's something that if you practice it and start to create those environments and that space within your workplace and even in your home, you will be amazed at what you will get out of your teams and what you will get out of the people that you come in contact with. It's a small shift, but it makes a huge difference. So we are going to take another break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about more skills of connection. So thanks for joining me. And we'll be back in about two minutes.
2: business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network
0: innovative mindful solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now set up a consultation today visit innovative mindful solutions.com for information on leadership training team building Customizing workshops and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit innovative mindful or feel free to email Terry at com. Terry Galler can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful based approaches. Can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com. To Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back. So, today we are talking about skills. Of connection. What can you do to help build better relationships, better connection within your businesses and organizations so that you can get the best out of your teams and your employees and move your business forward in a positive way? So, we were just talking about the skill of give, G I V E. Um, I want to take a minute and talk a little bit about the V part validation. Here's the thing about validation. It is critical to listening and getting the best out of other people. Human beings want to be validated. They want to be heard. And here's the catch. Validation has to precede any kind of problem solving. I'm going to say that again. Validation must precede problem solving. Why? Because here's the catch, you ever get into a conversation with someone and it seems like you keep going around and around and around over the same thing over and over and over again and the other person keeps getting more and more upset and it's really kind of confusing about what's happening. Here's the thing, people will keep going over the same point at nauseam until they're validated. People will just want to know that you get it. And if you keep going over the same problem over and over and over again, you may want to step back and ask yourself, am I validating their position? Even if it's a position that we're not going to take up, even if it's a position that's counter to where we are, By not validating other people's concerns or other people's points of view, the risk you run is shutting them down and having them go, "Eh, why should I bother? They don't care about what I think. They don't care about what's going on. They don't care about my expertise or my view on my piece of this puzzle. So why should I bother? Validation is that critical. Because when people are not validated or felt like, or excuse me, or feel like they matter in a circumstance, they bail, they give up and worse, they won't give you anything productive. They may put in their time, they will do their work, but they're not going to give you their best. And so in order to solve a problem, you have to validate where people are, what they are feeling, look at their expertise on their part of the situation, and the more they're listened and heard, the more likely it is you will get past the problem faster, and it will help you reduce the amount of stress that's happening within your teams and in your work environment. It's like magic, but it's a vital step in that process. You have to validate where other people are. The other thing that tends to come up for people is we have certain communication styles that tend to get in our way. One of the people I follow that I really like is a guy named John Gottman, and he talks about these four communication styles called the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. And he comes out of it, out of that process from a relationship marriage standpoint, but I think it can also easily translate to business. So he talks about these four horsemen of the apocalypse. And these four horsemen are communication styles that inevitably, if not checked, will sabotage any connection you have. And those four horsemen are criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. So these four horsemen can show up in your leadership style and can absolutely sabotage the connections you're trying to make, not only with your teams and employees, but with colleagues, with community members and leaders, and can really get in the way of what you're trying to do. I always think of criticism and defensiveness as two horses that dance with each other. If you're critical to someone, if you're putting them down, if you're being harsh in how you deal with a problem, that other person is immediately going to become defensive. That's a given. And so criticism and defensiveness go back and forth. One of the most deadly and problematic horseman is the one of contempt contempt is an interesting kind of thing contempt basically says that I'm better than you I know better than you I'm above you I'm not interested in what you have to say and contempt is often conveyed in really subtle ways Contempt is conveyed in sarcasm. Contempt is conveyed in really dark kind of biting humor that sounds kind of funny, but at the end of the day you go, was that real or was that a joke? And if you're not sure, it's probably contempt. Contempt also Conveys a real disrespect and almost bordering on a disgust for The situation or the people that you work with It conveys a lack of caring and concern for those around you. I Know we've all worked for people like this We've all probably had an experience of working for someone who held a huge amount of contempt for the people around them john gottman ta- calls this management style or this in, um disconnective style sulfuric acid for relationships because that's what it does it literally eats away at any kind of positive connection that there may still be left because contempt will just deteriorate it and here's the other thing about contempt that i think is really important if you are the receiver of contempt if you are on the opposite end of someone who's contemptuous and is acting in that way we know from studies that people who are exposed to contempt on a regular basis it actually lowers their immune system and their ability to fight off disease so that people who are victims of contempt actually get sicker more often I see this in my practice all the time, that people get migraines and ulcers and fibromyalgia and are just sick and stressed to the point where they can't function. We've all worked for someone like this at some point in our lives. And so one of the things that if you're running your business or you're a business leader You have to recognize that contempt is a problem that's like a cancer in your business. If it's not checked and checked quickly, you are going to burn out good people. You are going to make it so that those people that are great employees will leave so making sure that you're aware of what your style is are you critical are you defensive do you carry a lot of contempt and the last one is stonewalling stonewalling is when leaders shut down and just stop listening they just stop they disconnect They don't care. They don't convey any interest or curiosity in what's going on around them. They're the kind of leaders that are, this is my way. There is no other option. And they're not interested in what anybody else has to say. They're not good collaborators. And they're not really interested in what's happening. They just get laser focused and disconnect from everybody else around them. All of these management styles and all of these communication styles are things that get in your way. So how do you combat them? We're going to talk a little bit in our next segment about how you combat, especially that contemptuous style. I think contempt is a really difficult one that gets in people's way. One of the things you can do to combat contempt is start to develop a culture of appreciation and gratitude. I get that that's easier said than done, but that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from our next segment. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about how do you turn some of these, some of these around and help them Help you get back to your business and help you stay more focused. So thanks, and we'll be back in a few minutes.
2: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com. Or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit innovativemindfulsolutions.com or feel free to email terry at terrygaller.com. Are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Gallard. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygallard.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions.
1: Hey, welcome back. So, today we're talking about skills around connection. And we were talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse. John Gottman calls these skills or these communication patterns, criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. So how do you combat these? What do you do? Here's one thing, some really easy tricks to combat them. With with contempt, contempt basically says, I'm better than you. I I know more. I I'm better than you and you're less than me. Respect says, I appreciate you. I value your input. I want to know what you have to say and I'm going to allow your input to have an, an impact on me. And so, in order to have that happen, in order to battle contempt, Part of that is about creating an environment of appreciation and gratitude. Now, I'm not saying that everybody has to get a gold star every day or that you have to pat everybody on the head. But human beings tend to operate better out of appreciation and gratitude than they do out of feeling contempt. It's just a fact. Human beings function better with positives versus negatives. So creating an environment where just a word of validation that says, I appreciate your input. I'm grateful that, you, you know, that I, I see your hard work and I appreciate that. Those are important things to feed your employees. Those are important things to give to your teams. Because when we do that, it's going to allow those people To give you your their best ideas and here's the thing even if what comes up or what's being presented to you is not a direction you want to go you can still validate people in a way that isn't contemptuous it's this idea that two things can be true at the same time one of the things people will hear me say a lot is I use the word and versus the word but so two things can be true at the same time this and this however when we use the word but in a sentence just a simple little word b-u-t it basically says everything i said before the word but i've just canceled out and this is really how it's going to be Even when we're using the right words, I really appreciate your input, but we're going in this direction. It basically says to that person, you really don't appreciate their input because you've already made up your mind and you're going in another direction. Just by shifting the word but to and, it's gonna have a whole different meaning. And I know that sounds really simple and trivial, but it matters. I really appreciate your input, and we're going in this direction. Thank you for your contribution. Just shifting from but to and can make a big difference. And it also helps those people know that maybe that idea isn't going to be part of this project, but they were heard and valued. That's the thing that makes all the difference. How do you combat criticism? Here's a big thing about criticism. There's a language to criticism, too. When you're being critical, you know because you usually start the sentence with the word Y-O-U, you. You did this. This is your fault. You, you, you. Every time I say the word you, I want to point my finger at somebody. Criticism is also the language of blame. And it's really about putting that responsibility on other people. Now, granted, maybe there is mistakes that were made or other people that are responsible for something. But having those teams accept responsibility and blame are two very different things. So if you want to shift out of criticism, one quick easy way is to change you statements to I statements. You talk about things from a personal perspective. I think, I feel, I perceive, I would like to go in this direction. The more you talk about things from an I perspective, It takes the blame out of it. And it also helps the second somebody starts feeling attacked by you talking with you statements. They're going to get their back up instantly. And the second they feel blamed, they're going to come back at you with a bunch of defense. That never, ever, ever solves problems. Here's the other way to combat defensiveness. Defensiveness or if you're feeling defensive about something that's coming toward you. One way to combat defensiveness is to take some responsibility, even in its smallest sense, for the problem at hand. When people are defensive, they're basically in a victim, uh, a victim stance. This isn't my fault. I didn't do this. It's not my problem. And it puts up a wall to solve any kind of problem. The way to combat defensiveness is to say, you know what? I can see where I had a part to play in this and I can take some responsibility for that. The second someone takes even some responsibility for a small part of the problem, it shifts the dialogue immediately it opens things up and allows people to think about things in a different way. It drops the walls. And the last one is stonewalling. Stonewalling is always physiological. When our heart rate is above 100 beats a minute, we will stonewall. We shut down, we shut off. And so stonewalling is really about Checking in, like we started this conversation today, checking in with your physical body, seeing where you're at, noticing what's happening, so that you can make a shift. You can step back, take a minute, figure it out, calm down, and then try again. So... Today's show is really about thinking about the skills that you can use to combat these problems in connection so that you can get the very best out of your teams. So try them. Check them out. I'm also going to write a blog that will be on Voice America and also on my blog page on Innovative Mindful Solutions that will kind of summarize all this up so that if you want to listen to the replay or read the blog to get some more information, you can always check those things out. This is a practice. That's what Innovative Mindful Solutions is about. It's about not perfection, not getting it right every time, But allowing yourself to practice, to think about these things in a different way, to allow yourself to bring your full, authentic self as regulated as you can to be the best leader and the best employee you can be. And when you do that, everything changes. It's like a miracle. And so try it out. See how you feel. Pay attention. And the more you do that, the more likely it is that you'll be able to see a shift in your organizations, in your employees, and even in your life. Try these out with your spouse. I will bet money they work. So, we will be talking next week about the perils of perfectionism and how perfectionism and that kind of mindset can actually sabotage your business rather than help your business. So don't forget to tune in to that next week. if you have any questions or comments you can always email me at Terry at Terrygaller.com Also at the bottom of the page, Um, If you're listening online or on the app, there's connections for my Facebook page, my website, and also my LinkedIn. Would love to hear from you on those mediums and uh, would love to hear any feedback that you have in regards to how these solutions and how these new ways of thinking affects your business and your life. So, especially as we're heading into the holiday season, These are great things to practice. The end of the year always brings a lot of stress and a lot of deadlines and also a lot of family stress as well. So don't forget to practice and remember that you can work from the inside out. So I will see you guys next week. I appreciate all of my listeners. I've been having listeners from all over the world and I appreciate all of you out there. So have a great week. And again, don't forget to work from the inside out. Take care.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week. Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.